0: nations, God of all people, Matthew 1, (sighs) but while he thought on these things, behold the angel, wait, 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 let me go, now the birth of Jesus was on this way or in this manner, when his mother Mary was engaged to Joseph before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, not willing to make her a public uh, example, was, was planning to put her away privately. But While he thought on these things, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, fear not, to take Mary, your wife, for that that's conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. She shall bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, Yeshua, Jehovah's salvation. For he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet Isaiah in chapter 7, verse 14. Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel. Which, being interpreted as God with us now, I want to tell you another interpretation that really speaks to my heart. Interpreted, God became one of us. Isaiah seven fourteen. Therefore, the Lord Himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and you shall call his name Emmanuel. Luke 1, during the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, the angel Gabriel was sent from God's presence to an unmarried girl named Mary. Living in Nazareth, a village in Galilee, she was engaged to a man named Joseph, a true descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said rejoice beloved young woman for the Lord is with you and you are anointed with great favor. Mary was deeply troubled over the words of the angel and bewildered over what this may mean for her but the angel reassured her said don't yield to your fear Mary for the Lord has found delight in you and has chosen to surprise you with a wonderful gift. You will become pregnant with a baby boy, and you're to name him Jesus. He'll be supreme and will be known as the Son of the Highest, and the Lord God will enthrone him as king on the throne of his ancestor David. He will reign as king of Israel forever, and his reign will have no limit. Mary said, but how could this happen? I'm still a virgin. Gabriel answered, the spirit of holiness will fall upon you. And Almighty God will spread His shadow of power over you in a cloud of glory. This is why the child born to you will be holy and will be called the Son of God. What's, your, what's more, your aged Aunt Elizabeth has also become pregnant with a son. She's, he's, she's six months along. She was barren. Not one promise from God is empty of power. Nothing is impossible with God. Do you believe that? I want to start over here and just give you a moment. And tell me one word that would describe the coming of Jesus and Christmas to you. One word, somebody. What? Love. Yes. Complete. Are you? Joy. William Peace Linda Home Home That's good. Thankful. Anyone else? It's good. It's good. And here. Glorious. Glorious. Freedom. Freedom. Holy. Holy. Mercy, yes. Anticipation. Anyone else? Now, if you think of something over here and you hadn't said it, go ahead. It's okay. Over here. Victory. Victory. Hope. Fellowship. Fellowship. Fulfillment. Love. Love. He's everything. Powerful. There is no word you can use that wouldn't be appropriate. I want to give you one. Union. He didn't just come to be with us. He came to join us to be one with Him. What does that mean? That means that Christ is in you. And there's all those words that you used, all the beautiful words of description that you used means that we're never alone. We're never without hope. We're never without mercy. We're never without victory. We're we're never without, uh, you know, I did this with my family this past weekend. This Christmas was much different. Uh, You you know that, um, so they came down and I asked them this word, We did Christmas on Thursday because they went back yesterday and another group will come down this next weekend and we'll do more. But I asked him the question and my son, without even thinking, being the psychologist, said, connection. And compare that with union. Union. He's preaching, he don't even know it. <laughs> so I'm telling you, he's up to something incredible. So this morning, we're going to ask the men, I appreciate these men, we're going to bring the elements for communion. Boy, I just feel overwhelmed by the presence of the Lord in this room. Now, when we, when we share the bread and take the cup, Jesus said, as often as you do this, do it to remember me. And there's, it's a twofold, this, this covenant is so huge. This, this is about covenant. When he sat with his disciples at what we call the Last Supper, it wasn't really the last one, it was the Passover before he would go to the cross. He took bread and he blessed it. And he broke it and he gave it to them and said, eat this. This is representing and it's my body that's broken for you. Now, you remember that Jesus said in John 14, 6, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. If you look at the tabernacle, there are types and shadows in the Old Testament. The Old Testament, let let me tell you, It's the question. New Testament is the answer. (laughs) What about Job? What about Jesus? He's the answer. What about all the stuff we see going on in the, what about Jesus? So this morning, the outer court in the entrance was called the way. The, to go into the holy place, which would be where the golden candlesticks, the altar of incense, and the table of shewbread, to enter that door was the truth. The veil, thick as a man's hand, that separated the ark and the glory and the Shekinah glory and the presence of God was called the life. When Jesus died, the veil was rent from top to bottom. And life was released to every one of us. The opportunity to live. And if you're, born, if you're a believer, you're, you're not going to have eternal life. We have eternal life. Death is just when we put off this old coat. And so I want you to consider the gift of the bread and the cup. This is the blood in the new covenant. This is shed for the remission. Remission means to push back. It means to really annihilate, not a band-aid, to wash away. Shed for the remission of sins, for your forgiveness, for your total wholeness. So let's stand together. I want you to just open your heart to the Holy Spirit and know that this is a time of of, a very, very important time. He don't love you because, and you weren't born because he needed you. We're not here because God needed us. There's no such thing as an accident. We're here because he wanted us. You're here in 2023, Christmas Eve, because He wanted you. Can I tell you, today He wants you. So, Father, we thank you. (laughs) Thank you for all the beautiful words. They glorify you, Father. Thank you for union. Thank you for connection. Thank you for joining us and making us one. Jesus, as you prayed in the garden, you said, Father, I pray that they become one as we are one. And Lord, this is what you said. <laughs> in that day, you'll know that I'm in the Father and you're in me and I'm in you. So now we pray you'll bless the bread as we remember your body that was broken. Bless the cup as we remember the blood that was shed for us. In Jesus' name, we give you praise. Amen. Now you can form. He experienced rejection. He experienced all the shame and the condemnation. The Bible said in Hebrews, despising the shame and is set down at the right hand of the Father and ever lives to make intercession for us. Wow. If God be for us, who can be against us. So if you have gifts to open, remember when you're opening those gifts, the greatest gift ever given to mankind, ever given to us, was the gift of life. His son, Jesus, Christ in you now, the hope of glory. So I want to, Encourage you to celebrate this season with your family in a dynamic, most powerful way. And and, uh, I'm grateful for every one of you. I want to tell you that I'm thankful for you. We are so grateful. My wife and I were on the way to church and she's got a new red, you know, and I, I got the blue. And I told her, I said, well, I could... I guess she said, talking about the color. I said, well, I guess we're just going to have to find a tree to hang out on. (laughs) Come on. I mean, I didn't mean to dress up like a decoration, you know, but. I had one friend told me at a funeral, he said, you look like you're going to the prom. I said, I wish I could still do that. <laughs> but I told somebody, asked me about the bow ties. I said, well, I got a picture when I was four years old sitting on a red flyer wagon, a uh, tractor. as a tractor, red flyer. Before and, and, and I remember having a white shirt, a black bow tie. Mama had a black, I was four years old. So she marked me early. <laughs> and, and I had a big piece of white gauze right here over my eye. <laughs> it's really a funny picture because I'm all dressed up with a big piece of gauze <laughs> over my eye. And I'm smiling like nothing's going on because I had cut my head and had to have... There's a still a the scar there from four years old that, that was before they perfected the stitch. You can count the stitch marks. <laughs> and mom and dad said I was fit to be tied. I was screaming like a banshee while they were had that thing over my head and trying to sew it up. You know, and then maybe that's why the stitches turned out the way they did. But <laughs> I know that all of you have stories that you're fond of. I was me and brother Adam was talking about my dad. My dad would call if he got an answer machine. He would leave a message. I'm not talking to this machine. (laughs) So I I want you to understand something. In this age of technology, take time to be personal. Take time with your family because every family is a gift and there's nothing more valuable than your family and I'm grateful I'm grateful for all of you you're my family here at Bethel and I'm grateful for you so anyone else have you anything you want to share before we dismiss yes but don't you know when you talk about the times that we're in just don't forget that God actually sent the first text yeah (laughs) He did. He did. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Instant messenger. (laughs) Yeah. Anybody else? It's a fun time. You really look good on this Christmas Eve. I'm so grateful for all of you. And I want to tell you that father thinks you're beautiful too. I want you to think about something. We often talk about we should see our reflection. But do you think when he sees you, he sees his reflection? You're created in his image. That changes the whole thing, right? He doesn't look at the outside. He looks at the real you sees your heart he sees the real you and I think he's really delighted and and so I want you to enjoy.